Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, and welcome to the premiere of Talk Daytime. Most of you listening probably already know us, but we wanted to do a show to introduce ourselves a little and also interview each other, questions that we have no idea the other is planning to ask. Um, so we're going to give you all the info about our upcoming guests, what we have going on for the next couple, well, almost two months, and thanks for Thanks in advance for listening. If you don't already, hit the Blog Talk follow button. On you know, If you're on Blog Talk, there's a button. You can subscribe to us and get updates, and you can find us on Twitter. We're at talk underscore daytime. And, yeah, so Kathy's going to start, and let's take it away. Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Chandler. You guys may know me as so much whatever on Twitter. Uh, I've been watching Sips for a very long time. Um, Emily and Cody uh, with Week Weekdays at Mur- uh, Days with Murph uh, sucked me into the podcast world uh, just by having them on, <laughs> having me on their show a few times. Uh, it's kind of fun, so I, I thought that this would be uh, really fun. Uh, Emily approached me about doing this, and if you guys were crazy enough to listen to me, then I'm crazy enough to talk for you. So that's me in a nutshell, Emily. <laughs> And I'm Emily Corbett. You guys know me on Twitter at EmilyC0915. And you also know me as the the co-host on Weekdays with Smurf. I've been doing that for three and a half years. And um, I thought of this because Cody and I, our interests changed. His interests changed. Mine didn't. And I love to talk about soaps. And I've been watching for about five years. So I suckered Kathy into this, basically, because I was like, hey, I want to do this. You should do it with me. And she did. I'm a mass communications major. And I love, love, love to chat. So I think this will be fun. And it's a little change up from weekdays. So, yeah, that's me. All right. So uh, we have questions that we're going to ask each other uh, for this first episode. Um, neither one of us know what the other person is asking. So dun, 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 dun. Which is a risky game. <laughs> no. I trust you. I promise it'll be I'm putting my faith in things. you here. What? All right, well, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first and we can go back and forth like that. All right, so question number one. Uh, you just said that you had been watching soaps for about five years. How did you first begin watching soaps? What got you into soaps? Okay, so I am a huge Dancing with the Stars fan. I've watched it since Jennifer Grey was on there in, like, season 10 or 11. Kelly Monaco was on Dancing with the Stars. I loved her. I thought she was great. I found out she was on General Hospital. So on, like, a Wednesday, random day of the week, I set it to record on the DVR. I watched it. I remember the first episode I saw, it involved Sam and Todd Manning and Anna and Faison, and I didn't understand the guy in the mask and, like, the significance of the fact that Duke was there or whatever. That was the first episode I ever watched. It was in, like, November around November and I set it to record every day and I would come home from school and start watching it and I got hooked really quick and figured out who everyone was really quick and now I'm here <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I started well of all the things to hook you in the uh, the the phase on uh fondue mask I I love it that's yeah fantastic the fondue I remember the fondue pot like that was one of the first episodes I watched where he threw the font or Roberts and John threw the fondue at Faison and, like, melted his face off. It was excellent. Okay. I'm just going to take the opportunity to say right here that how much I miss Ron Carlovati's cracked out storylines like that because that was some fun yeah. stuff. Anyway, I digress. It was wild. Um, Those were some good days. Those were good times. Some wild, crazy out there stuff like the mask. Okay. 
So, putting you on the spot here, I want to know, you've been watching soaps for a long, long time. You're, I want to know your number one, your ride or die, soap couple and character, male and female. Ooh, wow. That's really tough. Um, soap couple. Hmm. I think my number one ride or die soap couple, and of course it changes. It goes every, 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 every now and then it cycles through depending on what I'm in the mood for watching. But right now I still have to say I'm so, 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 so still so much in love with uh, Mason and Julia from Santa Barbara. I, I will always be in love with that couple. Um, mostly because Santa Barbara, first of all, was smart, smart soap television. It was written as if the audience weren't idiots. Um, Mason and Julia especially were always the smartest people in the room. Um, Mason was just probably one of the best soap characters ever written. I mean, basically the guy was um, someone that would walk around touting Shakespeare while he was drowning his sorrows in a liquor bottle because he was usually drunk. Um, it was just fantastic television. It's your classic uh, couple separated by circumstances, um, you know, marriages of convenience in the way. I mean, the, the whole bit and caboodle. It, it just, it's fantastic television even now, you know, many, many years later. Um, so I'd have to say right now at the moment they're probably my, uh, my favorite soap couple um, of all time. Uh, that's subject to change, depending on it. Sometimes it's Jack and Jennifer from Days. Sometimes it's Robert and Catherine Delafield. Yes, 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 I'm touting my age there. I'm not a Robert Anson. <laughs> I'm not a Robert Holly fan. I am a fan of those couples, but not as much as I am Robert and Catherine Delafield. I'm, uh, I'm one of those very few special snowflakes that actually like that couple. Um, yeah, you're one of those. But, you're one of those people see. that uh, you respect the couples in their time, but you are ride or die for Robert and Catherine. I got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I and I do. I mean, I, I, I love, I, I, you know, Robert and I'll be honest, it was never a thing for me because I always loved their friend chemistry so much that I felt like that moving them into the romantic sphere just really kind of jacked up that friend chemistry that I love so much. I love it when folks yeah. actually have a, a, a friendship that you know, a male-female friendship that is a true friendship that doesn't get mired down by the rest of it. And that was that was right. my, my friendship was, was Robert and Anna, and they ruined it by – not to mention they also did it use it as an excuse to break up Robert and Catherine, so that didn't help. Um, but let's see. <laughs> that added male, to your favorite, pain. <laughs> favorite male character of all time. Man, that one's tough. It's got to – well, no, actually, it's not tough to me. It's Jack Devereaux from Dave. Um, I'm always a sucker for a redemption story. Um, his was a major redemption story. Obviously, since you've gotten into Stephen Kayla, you you probably have. I don't yeah. know how far you've seen him, but, uh, but Jack Devereaux is probably one of the most amazing redemption stories ever written on soaps. And I don't say that lightly. It was I've never seen anybody before or since written with quite such a careful tone to bring not only past actions. Uh, to make that character accountable for their terrible action, but also to be very careful with their turnaround and their redemption and to never forget, even, you know, 30 years on, when you see scenes from like five years ago when um, when Jack was back on days, the very first thing you saw was the very first time that he and Kayla ran into each other you see them stop and, and go around each other slowly like cats assessing each other because the pain yeah. of what he did to her never goes away. 
Um, it is, you know, it's just an amazing written character. Uh, it, Matthew Ashford was an amazing actor in the role. There were first couple of, you know, first couple actors that it took a swing and kind of missed, but he really was the the one that pitched it out of the park. And it's um, so he's probably my favorite male uh, soap character. Um, favorite female soap character? Wow. Um, ooh, this one's tough. Um, you know, it would be really, it really is kind of hard to gauge with this because I, I admire different female characters for certain, for different reasons. Um, you know, I love Julia from Santa Barbara because she's so smart. But when it comes down to it, I have to say that probably um, Anna Devane has got to be it. Um, she, she's hit so many different roles in so many different areas and so many, and, and, you know, I mean, from all my children to, to GH certainly, uh, but I don't know. I mean, that's tough. I mean, I got to consider all the sex history <laughs> that's out there. Uh, I, I loved, um, I loved uh, Alex Spaulding on Guiding White. Um, I loved uh, Erica Kane certainly on all my children. Uh yeah. You know, Vicky on One Life to Live. I mean, there's just such amazing female soap icons out there. That, uh, But I think when it comes down to it, that my love for Anna is pure. See, I knew who you would pick pretty much for the guy because I know you love Jack. But I didn't know who you'd pick for, for a female character. I had no clue. So I did not know you were ride or die Anna. I mean, who isn't? But I had never heard you say <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things that it, it's almost my my love is so pure for her, it just goes unspoken. I, I mean, it's it's she's yeah. a great great character from from conception to even when, even during the crappy Bob Guza days, it, it, she still was doing awesome yeah. things even when they had her doing literally crap like hanging from a rope in the middle of an art gallery with Luke. Yeah, Spencer. I mean, it was just during the body shots with Luke Spencer days. <laughs> Even even when it was obvious that Finn was showing up to collect a paycheck, it's just you know she still brings it every time she's in a scene. So you know, uh, and and that's I think power to you know Finola Hughes to make it to make that even crappily written Anna feel better than everybody else in the room. You know, um, so uh, yeah, I have to say that's probably Anna. Okay. Oh, I got I got I've got to ask you a question now, don't I? Yeah, hmm. I mean it would be cool. Who? Who is your all-time favorite soap couple? Oh, my goodness. That's hard. Okay. So this is a difficult because I'm – I don't know. I, I want to say Luke and Lauren. That's, like, the first thing that comes to me. I love them so much. But I'm so past Luke Spencer these days. Steve and Kayla are, like, my – like, it's a tie between Luke and Laura from General Hospital and Steve and Kayla. Just because I had – ever since I started watching GH – well, not ever since, because I started watching in 2012. In 2013, Jeannie Francis came back in, like, February. And um, ever since she came back and they started, because, you know, they did the whole will they, won't they, get back together kind of thing. And, like, it was new to me. And then the 50th anniversary came around and they ran that marathon of, like, Luke and Laura's wedding and, like, on the run on, like, SoapNet. So Luke and Laura were, like, my first, like, ride-or-die soap couple. And I feel like I will always, I will always love Luke and Laura. But there is something so amazing about Steve and Kayla. I love them even now. They're together now. If you guys, spoiler, if you're not watching days right now, guys, Steve and Kayla are together. 
Um, I mean, I don't know. I love, I love that he was always just the one, you know, for her. Like even when he was dead, air quotes dead, because he wasn't really dead. Even when Steve was gone, even when he wasn't around, he was her like number. One. He was her only, the only man for her. You know, she she dabbled in dating a couple of guys, maybe, but I mean, there was nobody serious because it was always Steve for her. So I I respect their history and I love them too. So it's a tie. Definitely a tie. Here, here's some trivia for you. I dodged going to my dad's house for an entire week so that I could watch Steve and Kayla's wedding because I knew I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's, that's awesome. I would do that. I think I've done something like that. I think I skipped school maybe for um, – I don't remember what it was, and I know it wasn't like – like I can't remember. Oh, I know. I know. I remember during the 50th anniversary, I didn't sleep. I didn't move off the couch. Like they played that 50-hour marathon on Soapnet, and it started on like a Friday night. And me and my parents, <laughs> we just like sat down and watched like Lucy and Lawrence's wedding to kick it off, right? And we watched this whole thing. And I don't think I slept that night. I think I stayed up like 24 hours, and then I I slept a little, and then I went back. Like I recorded them all, and I went back and watched them. But I was in love with them. Like, from, like, the first episode I watched that had Luke and Laura in it, the minute she walked back, like, back on to, or back into Fort Charles, I should say, because she showed up on the pier. From the second I saw her, I was like, I like her. I don't know why. I just do. Then I realized, like, hey, she's important. You know, Laura's very important to the history. And from the very minute that they, like, had their reunion in 2013, where he saw her, he was, like, sitting on the on the Haunted Star, and she walked up. I was hooked. I was like, yep, I'm going to be obsessed. And I was, of course. But they're, it's Luke and Laura for me. And then, of course, Steve and Kayla, they're tied with Luke and Laura. So. Okay, i got to ask okay. you a question now. All right. Okay. This is an easier one because it doesn't require as much work thinking on your part. So, Kiss, Mary, Kill, Days of Our Lives edition. Ready? Steve, Bo, or Shane? Hmm. I'd have to go with Kiss Steve, Mary Bo, Kill Shane. Respectable. Somebody has to go, and I feel like it's always Shane in that question. I've asked several people that before. Shane's always the one <laughs> that has to go. Like, I don't even know what it well, is because I like him, but he, he's always got to go. Well, seems like a pretty steady spouse. You know, he's somebody that you're going to have to worry, yeah. you know, not going to worry about, like, playing the role of spouse. Uh, not so much to Steve, but, man, he'd be one hell of a kisser. Um, and that just kind of throws yeah. Shane out by default. Um, um, you know, yeah, plus, I mean, just, he's going to he be just, he's anyway, so. Plus, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I was going to say he's a spy. You know, if he gets killed, that's, you know, status quo, right? Well, yeah, Steve's not exactly a steady spouse. Steve likes to just take off whenever he feels like and go on some crazy mission. I feel like Bo would stay at home. Like, I can see Bo, like, loading the dishwasher, you know? <laughs> well, you. And, and the irony of that, considering Bo's the one that's dead. So there you go. Um, that's anyway. true, yeah. Okay, so um, here's one. Um, if you could move a primetime soap character into daytime television, what character would it be and why? And which soap would you bring them into? Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. Okay. So I don't know if it counts as a soap, but it is the first thing I thought of. I am obsessed with Code Black on CBS. Love that show. I love Marsha Gay Harden, and I love her character. And then 
on that show, her character, her name's Leanne on the show, her best friend is a nurse, and I don't know, his name's Jesse, his name's, but they call him Mama in the ER, and they call her Daddy, and it's really like this hilarious thing. So I want to transplant one of them to General Hospital, like to actual General Hospital, because I'd love to see them, like, Oh, in so this would be general a general hospital. hospital that actually shows. This would be the general hospital that actually shows hospital characters. Right. Yeah. Totally. That version of you. Because I think okay, the hospital. Right, gotcha. I think the hospital needs revitalization. You know, because the hospital used to be the central hub, and now the only thing happening there is whatever. You know. So I, I would love. I want to transplant them both though, because I think they're a package deal. So I want to take um, Jesse and Leanne from Code Black, and I would like to transplant them to Poor Charles, the general hospital. Plus, you know, Marsha Gay Harden, it's good any time, so that's what I would do. There you go. That's just on first thought of it. That's what I would pick. Anything okay. that revitalizes the hospital, I'm good with. Exactly. All right, so let's see. All right, this is a good one. What is your earliest, because we met on Twitter, for anyone that doesn't know, but we have met in person. She's not a serial killer. So what is your earliest memory of me on Twitter? Like, what do you remember? Like, when you think way back to when we met, like, what is your first, you know, hey, I know her thing? And what was your impression of me compared to that when you met me in person? Was there anything you were like, hmm, when you met me? Hmm. You know what? I'm really, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time trying to remember, the like, our first interactions on Twitter when I remember that. Um, to be honest, uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, because I'm usually pretty active here and there with pretty much anybody on my timeline that's willing to interact uh, for the most part. Um so really, honestly, I can't even remember when we. I can't remember when we met either. The earliest memory I um, have of us on Twitter is somebody was like being rude, and you like jumped in and like had my back. But I don't remember before that. Like I don't remember when we met exactly. Like I don't remember that far back. Um, now I, I I will say that as far as uh, anything any difference wise meeting you in person versus uh, Twitter interaction, I can't say that I've notice anything at all I mean I you're always very bubbly you're always very excited you're always very uh passionate about what you love and um it was the same way when we met in person so I can't say that um I I really had any type of um differences in what my impression of you was um on Twitter versus in real life so to speak well see I was curious about this because I met a group of the Stephen K, like the Stephen Kayla fans, like the Twitter, the women that are, it's a big group on Twitter. I met about six of them, I guess, six, seven, um, recently. And my impression, I was like, man, I didn't realize that you were like this chatty when you're quiet in the group or like whatever, you know, things like that. But I do remember, I didn't realize when I met you in, in person, I didn't realize you were as short as I was. So when I met you, I was like, hey, she's the same height as me. I'm not the short one. That's what I remember. I was like, you know, she's oh, pretty that much expected, but I thought she. <laughs> yeah, for anybody yeah. out there who's wondering, I'm five. I'm five one. I'm not a very tall person at all. Um, um, yeah. So there you go. I, I had not expected this, guys. I really thought, like, I, for some reason, I thought she was taller than me. And when we met in person, I was like, hmm, she's my height. She's shorter than I thought. <laughs> That's literally. I wonder if it's a, like a, <laughs> I wonder if maybe I just convey a false sense of confidence out over Twitter or something that makes me seem taller. That's you what know? it is, because you're tough online. Yeah. On, on Twitter, I'm wearing heels. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So okay. Um, what so, oh, yeah, okay. your turn. Which, which soap character do you think is being completely wasted by their show, and explain why? I got this. I think 
Now, okay, I am not up and up on days. I only watch, like, the Stephen Kayla scenes and what interacts with them. But I think, just on ridiculousness, I think there's a character of hope on Days of Our Lives. Like, why? It's so ridiculous to me. She's in jail. I It's stupid. I do not want to see, like, I was watching it the other day. I had it on live. I don't want to see Hattie slash Marlena, because we all know it's Deidre Hall, and Hope in jail together with this random chick who is just some extra, like, really? Like, I think that it's such a waste. I think that they're, like, no, I think it's ridiculous. It's stupid Hope's in jail. I'm not into that. But I also think, see, it's hard, because I also think that, like, on General Hospital, I think they're wasting Alexis on this whole Alexis drinking slash Julian story because as much as I love her and as amazing as she's been, it's it's just a waste of her talent to be using it to prop this, like, whole Julian story or whatever and, like, as a plot point. Like, I hate that. So that would be it for me. Hmm. When we have a discourse on yeah. that, I think we, we, we disagree on that one, but we'll save that one for later. So, um, okay. And a place, and a place until, yeah, until like the past couple of days. But we'll talk about that later. Anyway, your question for me. Okay. You could marry a soap character, any of them, and be like, in you know, transported into the, the town to like Salem or whatever. You, you're, you're living with the soap character. I mean, like the whole thing. You're not marrying them like in your life. So forget Dennis for a minute and, you know, all that. You can marry a soap <laughs> character and all that and, and go live in their fictional town. Who are you marrying? Ooh. Hmm. Then they can be dead. Like, they don't have to be alive now. <laughs> but Let's see. Think of the, the most tolerable people that are rich. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I knew well, you were saying you know, something like I, that. I can marry somebody rich and then they're dead, you know. I mean, hey, I don't mind being an heiress. Um, let's see. Um, no, let's see. I'm gonna go. You know, I'd have to say, uh, I always thought it would be interesting to be married to, um, hmm. I always thought it would be don't take my man. No, Fletcher Reed on Guiding Light. And the man was a journalist. I've never watched Guy he had an, Oh, you should. You should. It's amazing. Um, he, he he was a journalist. He was he had integrity. He was very loyal. Um, he had a spine. Um, he wasn't afraid to go up against things that he thought weren't wrong. You know what? That he wasn't afraid to fight for the things yeah. that were right. Uh, he loved fiercely. Um, but you know, he also knew when to say when enough was enough. I always thought he he would be very, very good husband material. Um, he wasn't rich. Uh, I, he probably was here and there, but you know, I mean, but he was he was so he was so poor, which you know is still pretty well off and and healthy. Yeah. So, you know. So um, yeah, I'd probably say Fletcher Reed. He was pretty steady. Good choice. Sounds like a good choice. I've never watched him, but I will. Okay. All right. Um, Your turn. Okay, so, of of the soap villains, who do you love to hate, and who do you just hate? Oh, okay. I got this. I love to hate Helena Cassidyne. This woman is. Oh, I hate her, but I love her. I think Constance Towers is fantastic. I think Helena oh, is yeah. fantastic because she's so evil, but she's so good at it, and she's funny too. Like, she's lightheartedly evil. I don't know. Like when she made fun of Alexis for running over that guy that one time. You know, that one time, because Alexis runs over a lot of people. 
And she I was, was like, say, he which, has a yeah, youthful expression. He had a, <laughs> she said he was on, he was in the paper and he had a youthful expression. Tell me, did he look that way when he went over your windshield? Like, I just love her because she was like, and she never cracked a smile, you know, when she was like making fun of people. So Helena, I, I love to hate Helena. Who do I just hate? Um, yeah. That's a good one. I hate, okay, first of all, Frank Smith, because I thought he was ridiculous. Um, but I hate. I hate Orpheus on Days of Our Lives, and I know he's dead now, I think. I hate him. There was no love to hate about this guy. Like, I just hate him. He's a pain. He's in the way. He's not helpful. I just hated him completely. There was no, well, I want to hate you, but I can't. Like, there is with Helena. Like, no. He just needed to go far, far away. So that's who I love to hate. (laughs) And hate to hate. I will hate to hate. No, just hate. Not hate to hate. That makes sense. (laughs) But... Okay, so who is your dream guest for our show? Who would you love to interview? Because Cody asked me this on the first episode I ever did of Weekdays, and it took me three years, but I got there. So I would like to know, Kathy, on the spot, who would you love to have on the show? Uh, do you want my fangirl answer or the the one that would Your fangirl be- answer and then your attainable answer. Actually, my answer was my fangirl answer, and I got my way. So give us your fangirl answer. Oh, well, the the problem is between my fangirl answers, I don't know, I might, like, shrink into a puddle if I ever had the opportunity, but probably Matthew Ashford. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, you wouldn't shrink. You'll be fine. You're grown up. You got this. But, I mean, <laughs> there's actually a long list of people that I would I would be interested in, in interviewing. Um, I, You know, I mean, a lot of them we've, I've either heard through you guys interview or have had the opportunity to sit in on. Uh, there's a lot of really, really interesting people yeah. out there um, in the soap world, and, and I think it's a great time where, um, you know, you have the opportunity via podcast to be able to hear more about the actors and actresses, you know, because at Mag's growing up, it was pretty much all the characters and you didn't really hear about the actors and actresses. But I love hearing about their projects outside of everything else. And um, I, I so, do, too. Uh, and I love getting to know the people that we watch every single day. Exactly. But I like your fangirl yeah. answer. I answered, for those of you who don't know me or those of you who are new to this, or thank you for listening, first of all, if you're new and you don't know us. But my fangirl moment was Jeannie Francis, and she took me three years to get her on weekdays, but I did. So it's okay to have a fangirl answer because we'll get there eventually, I promise. Like, we're going to get there. We can do anything we want. That is my philosophy on this. Okay, your turn. Um, you know, it's funny that, um, that, that this leads right in and I swear this was my next question. So now that you've conducted your dream interview, who's next on your bucket list of people to interview? Uh, I don't know. That's such a hard question. Cody's asked me, people online have asked me, um, even the person that helped me book Jeannie asked me and I don't know, you know, I told Cody, I can retire <laughs> happy now <because laughs> for the longest time. No, I mean, seriously can't. guys, if you go back in. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. This you is getting retire. started. But... You just started a new project. You are not retired. <laughs> but, I mean, on the very first day I ever did weekdays, and I, you guys can go back and listen if you don't believe me, but please don't listen to me on the first episode. I was horrible. I said, like, I would love to interview Jeannie Francis, and I I wanted that forever and ever. And I actively – I worked on it on and off, you know, for a, a year or so. But, like, actively, it was about six months trying to actually pick a day and, like, get everything settled because so many people have, like, such an like an interest in that. And, you know, there's a lot of people involved in booking someone who works for multiple companies. And so I don't know. I would love to interview Mara West. I know Cody had her on the show before I ever did the show. I'd love to chat with her because she says whatever she wants. She doesn't care. 
I'd love to interview Nancy Lee Grin because I feel the same way about her, and I think that her tweets are so funny, and I would laugh my butt off if she came on the show. Um, let's see, Laura Wright. I love Carly. Everybody knows I love Carly. Well, Carly's problematic, but I love Laura. <laughs> I'd love to talk to her too. But I mean, my ultimate dream, and like, unless somebody comes along who I'm like, oh, I love you. Oh, Tyler Christopher, I would melt. I would literally become a puddle. Like, you know in Frozen when Olaf melts in front of the fireplace? That would be me because I love him. And you guys, everybody on Twitter knows I call him my husband. Like, everybody, it's an actual thing where other people that sometimes don't even know me that well are like, hey, your husband's on TV today. Like, it's a whole thing. Hang on to to that one because actually that's going to feed into one of my questions later on. Yeah. So, um, definitely Tyler. Tyler would be a dream. But, I mean, I've reached, like, I've gone above and beyond whatever that I would do and the fact that I actually got my fangirl answer, you know, I'm happy with whatever now because I got what I wanted. So we'll focus on your fangirl dream now. Alright, that's okay. good to me. So this one isn't this one is not exactly soap related and just for anybody listening live, the show is about to go into the archive, so if you refresh the page you can open the archive and listen, but we're no longer live streaming in forty seconds. So you can catch the rest of it below in the little link box. Anyway, okay, now that that's out of the way. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given as far as just living life, doing your job, you know, doing well kind of advice? The best piece of advice I ever received was from my uh, piano teacher when I was probably six or seven years old, and um, I was scared about playing in a piano recital, and she told me that what other people think of you is none of your business. I love that. That's awesome. I'm gonna get that. And it really is the best forehead. advice well, maybe I've ever not my forehead. <laughs> but that's a good. What I other people that. think of I've you is none that. of your business. And it, it's love, it's love, something love I try to I try to it's something I try to to maintain in my life. And it doesn't mean that what other people think doesn't matter. Um, it just means that it's not your business. And it helps you get rid of a lot of the negativity that may be out there, you know. Um, and and yeah, I think I, love I think that. it's been something helpful for me as an adult. I love that. I'm going to keep that in mind because I tend to care. But sometimes, sometimes I'm like, well, good for you. Okay, your turn. Okay. Um, who, in your opinion, is the unsung hero of the soap of the soap genre? As far as like a character or a writer, producer, whatever. Your your definition. Who is the unsung hero? Oh. Okay. Well, I think. I don't know that. Oh man, that's hard. Okay, let's let's talk about actors. Let's talk. Let's do it that way because otherwise we'll be getting into a long whole thing. The unsung hero, as far as an actress, actor, character, to me, somebody. Okay, I know there's a lot of talented people who don't exactly get as much recognition as others, and like nobody talks about. But I really think, like currently, this is what I like. I'm not thinking classically or forever. Currently, I really, really think that um, Haley Aaron, who plays Kiki, is an unsung kind of she, she. people don't really recognize or talk about her as much or, I mean, I know people talk about Kiki and Dylan but I think she's super talented and I think she can go a really long way and I also think that um, and I'm just thinking about General Hospital because this is such a broad question but the little girl, and I don't know her name so I apologize to you guys who were wondering because I don't know the little girl that's playing Charlotte on General Hospital, I think that that child is going to have, like, an awesome career. I think she's super talented. 
like, amazing for a little kid. And then I think that, um, I don't know necessarily unsung, because I know that people, you know, certain people love, love, you know, they love their characters or whatever. But I know a lot of people talk about Stephen Nichols, Mary Beth Evans, you know, going home, the whole thing. People, But past CPs, and I know I'm a little biased because she's a friend, but I think that she <laughs> is so amazing. And I every time I see her and she walks on screen, I smile, like, without a doubt. Literally, both Oh, tell me, I finally... Amazing. I finally caught up on uh, The Bay, the sec- second season of The Bay um, on Prime, and wow, she's, she's got some, she she, does, yes. she plays crazy seriously, awesomely. Um, yeah. I mean, I knew she could do the, I knew she could do the hand-wringing drama, you know, incredibly yeah. well, but man, she, she played psycho crazy just absolutely convincingly. She was great. Absolutely. I love her. I And, you know, everybody knows. It's not a secret. Everybody knows she did weekdays a bunch of times, and we're, you know, friends and stuff. But with that aside, like, I saw her. I was watching Stephen Cable clips the other day, trying to catch up, because they're my main interest on days, basically. Trying to catch up, and I was watching a playlist, and she popped up in, like, the, the Thanksgiving episode, I think it was, and she literally walked on the screen, and I just started smiling. And I, I sent her a message and was like, I just saw you. I know I'm a month behind because I'm just, you know, now watching this. But you're, like, the cutest thing. Like, you just, you looked great. You made me smile. I loved seeing you on there. Hope to see more of you. Because, honestly, that's how I feel. She just walks on and she just, like, totally lights up the whole room. And I think that she is amazing. And I don't, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, Steve and Kayla and Bo and Hope. And they talk about all these characters. But not as many people talk about Kimberly Brady. And Kimberly Brady is excellent. So that's well, my know, she's Kim my unsung hero of days. Kim and Shane were were huge back in the um, in the early '80s when they really kind of unlocked that that sub, that super couple era that was going on around the time of yeah. Shane and everything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, like it's like I said though, a lot of her stuff was was just the hand wringing drama, constant damsel in distress type stuff. Yeah. Um, I I I I think she is definitely one of those people because I'll be completely frank. The character of Kim has never really interested me that much, but she is one of those people that she spills over her herself yeah. person spills over into that character and brings the charisma and the charm to it. And, and, I agree because and, Kim, um, when I started uh, when I first started watching old episodes and I would see Kimberly like it was okay you know and there's the whole thing with Kimberly and the and Andrew and like that whole story in the early eighties and like. It was whatever. I didn't care that much about Kim and Jane. And then the more, you know, I I learned about her as a person and the more I realized, like, you know, she is something about her on screen is super captivating. It catches your attention. She, like, she lights up a room. She is, you know, her own personality definitely comes through in the characters that she plays. And I love that. Not to say that anyone else's doesn't, of course, but she's one for me that people don't talk about as much, but I think they should. I love her so much. Okay. For you, okay. let's see. Mm-hmm. All right, you can only watch one of one of the soaps that's surviving. Actually, no, you can watch any of the soaps ever. That's it. That's the only one you can watch. You cannot watch more than one. You have to pick one. Which one are you picking? Oh Lord, uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think back to all the soaps that I've watched. Which one just absolutely captivated <laughs> me the best? And um. Hmm. I would have to. I would have to go with Guiding Light. Um, it just uh, there was it. 
and maybe it's just nostalgia from the period of time when I was watching it. I remember watching it. I, yeah. It actually was the one that, that pulled me away from uh, the ABC soaps when I was probably about a senior in high school. But the the umbrella storylines, the way the characters interacted with each other, um, the cast, a phenomenal cast. Um, I mean, characters... Some of the best characters ever written for soaps were, uh, were I mean, Roger Thorpe, holy cow, that character, um, who was undoubtedly one of the best soap villains of all time. Um, uh, you know, the the people, uh, the, the the chemistry with the cast, I mean, you basically right. have Rick Hurst as a minor player in a cast of characters, and that's, you know, telling you the, the caliber of actors that they had on that right. show. Um, it is it was absolutely phenomenal. The writing was on point. Uh, uh, it probably would be Guiding Light, and there's a lot of Guiding Light I haven't seen that I'd love to go back and watch. Um, but it was so good for so long, and um, yeah, I, I didn't see it later in the later years. Um, I do know somebody at work that was a diehard fan that watched it literally to the last day it aired. I actually watched the very last episode with her on our lunch break. Uh, so just because I was like, it's Guiding Light, I'm going to watch. Um so uh, I know that apparently there was a, a decline in production quality, things like that, towards the end when they were desperately trying to scrape pennies together. Um, but I, I can't say that, you know, I can say that when it was clicking, it was clicking. And um, if I could watch it repeatedly in that era, it would probably be Guiding Light. All right, so let's do one more question. You can ask me one more of your questions because it, we have um, about seven more minutes in, in our in our stream, and I'm going to have time to do our announcement, so we'll do one more, and then we'll announce what we've got going on and finish the show up and okay. save the others for later. Well, here is the absolute toughest question I could think of for you. Oh, uh, Nicholas Cassidine or Steve Johnson? You get one. Why are you doing me that way? Okay, I get one? Oh, my gosh, that's so hard. Okay, so you guys, let me weigh both, both options here. So I have said many a time. My love for Nicholas Cassidy unwavers, okay? I love this man. Gorgeous, handsome. Like, there's not enough good adjectives to describe his appearance to me. And he's got a good heart. Like, I mean, until the end there, the bitter end there with Nicholas on General Hospital. Spoiler alert, he's dead, guys. Um, until that, you know, Nicholas always had a good heart. He tried to, like, rise above the family thing. So I love him. But there is something so incredibly attractive to me about Steve Johnson, early Steve Johnson, especially like that personality, whatever. And you know what? The eye patch adds to it because Stefan Cassidine, not attracted to him. Nope. It's the eye patch for sure. But if I could have one, I have to say, gotta, gotta keep it in the family, you know, with my husband and also um, Nicholas Cassidine. Just because he's love of my life. But I I was right there. That was the toughest question I could have asked you, right? It was tough. It's hot. It's difficult. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, let's. We got. We got about five minutes. So I'm gonna run through our announcements. We have some super exciting guests lined up. I have booked a month and a half, just so we recovered for our early days. I guess you could call it. So next week, yeah, I'm looking at the calendar. Next week, we have Misty and Brandon from Common Ground Radio coming on the show to gossip about soaps. They cover days of our lives mainly, and then a little Y and R. So. We'll have a vast variety because I'm more versed in general hospital. So we have that going on. And we're also going to play a little game of soap, the soap opera version of Kiss, Marry, or Kill. Because we did that with them before on weekdays, and it was hilarious. We had a great time. And then the 26th, 
we have Nathan Varney from ABC. You guys know he's done We Stays a ton of times. He's fun to chat with. And he's always got a little inside scoop that he'll share with us. So I love, you know, pulling that out of him a little. Um, February 2nd, we have uh, Leon Acord. He's an actor. Most of you know him from Old Dogs and New Tricks. And he's been, there's been a lot of chatter about him lately and about him reviving the show and stuff. So stay tuned to hear his answer about that. And then um, on the 11th of February, and I know it's a Saturday, that was the only day we could get this guest, and I'm super excited. Um, T.C. Warner, most of you guys know her as Kelsey on AMC, and I was going to keep this one under wraps because it's kind of far out, but she told me I could go ahead and announce it. So she'll be joining us for an interview, and we're I'm so excited. She's so sweet. We've been um, messaging on Facebook and stuff, and she was immediately in when I was like, hey, you want to do the show? And she said, yes, immediately. Let's figure it out. You know, even if it's a month in advance, go ahead and announce it. So she'll be joining us, and that's all we have for now scheduled for now so we will keep you guys posted um on the talk daytime twitter on our facebook pages on our on our personal twitters we'll keep it try to keep it updated so you guys know what's coming up but that's when that's all for now and i just want to thank you and if there's anything if there's anything if there's anything that we didn't uh answer that you're curious about uh hit us up on that so much yeah and, and I'm at Emily C0915, and I had planned to do a Periscope tonight before the show and answer your questions, but there was technical difficulties, and a lot of people couldn't listen because it was at 5 o'clock, so um, I'll do one later in the evening, you know, if anybody's interested, and I'll answer Kathy's remaining questions because I know I didn't get to answer all of hers, and she didn't get to answer all of mine, so I'll try to do that. Um, but, yeah, we'll keep you updated on social media. Kathy, thank you for being my partner in crime in this, because we have been talking about oh. this for about six months. It's finally here. I'd say well, we were I mean, best today. Give me an opportunity. Give me an opportunity to run my mouth and talk about soaps. I'm there. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so we're gonna end the episode here. Thank you guys so much for being super supportive and sharing the episode, listening to us. And we will see you next week with Misty and Brandon at 5:30. Uh, thanks for listening to Talk Daytime. See you later. Catch you next time.